Here's my theory about why Kanye is going so crazy. I think he's having sex with Candace Owens. A lot of his ideas uh -huh. seem very Candace Owens to me. Can we also talk about the fact that Candace Owens has a Black Lives Matter documentary coinciding with Kanye just having White Lives Matter shirts? That seems a little suspicious. Because Kanye has always been somebody who just, he's very much like I'll just repeat the ideas of whatever the last person said to me. I think it's called like Regency Theory or something. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah whatever that is. I think he's very intimate with Miss Owens. Mrs. Owens actually. This, I think she has a husband. Uh, yeah, I think she does. <laughs> Which, where is he in all of this? Like you see Candace yeah. Owens going everywhere. Just It's just it's uh, even recently like she went to the premiere of her uh documentary uh -huh. and it was just her and kanye together and i'm like <laughs> what what's your husband like what was yeah. and isn't he white too i think so and i think that's what doubles down on the controversy <laughs> yeah but right. i think they kind of have an agreement where especially for this black lives matter documentary which i did not even know what was coming out yeah so ironic but um i think her and kanye um, as funny as you said, though, I think they have a business partnership. Probably. Where they are kind of scratching each other's backs. Yes. I just think that when it comes to Kanye, it's not as mutually beneficial as it is for Candace. No, it's not because the, Candace is the one that's appealing yeah, to the conservative white folks. Exactly. And yeah. then that would explain why he's going to Tucker Carlson. I don't know. There's yeah. a lot of Kanye seems to be going down like a conservative rabbit hole. Yeah. But I feel like he's being and I don't want to like give excuses for Kanye because Kanye's mm -hmm. always doing this kind of stuff but mm -hmm. i do feel like a lot of this stuff i think there's a candace always mastermind puppeteering <laughs> this whole thing and nobody's talking about it and yeah. i will yeah literally <laughs> i don't though. know this just all seem like Carlson just like kind of holding the string yeah the <laughs> i mean yeah i don't know there's just something about like how conservative well he's always been kind of conservative with, yeah. with trump and stuff it's true um yeah. but i don't know it's just i just find it suspicious that he's been hanging out with candace owen so much it is suspicious and you know what i think especially considering how it's such a far left contradiction from his previous statements about during george bush's presidency when he yeah. talked about how george bush does not care for black people and he right. made this clear stance that George Bush's presidential campaign was not connected to the welfare of black people. And he yeah. said it explicitly. So it's just very far fetched that now through the years, it's almost like you've your political affiliation has switched drastically. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's so true. Yeah. I, I just think, yeah, it, Kanye, I don't know. I think the problem, uh, did you see the Kanye documentary that came out earlier yes, this year? Yes, beautiful documentary. That one, I think, beautiful. also kind of touched on the problem, I think, in just like, when you let, like, you know, mental health go unchecked for this long. Yeah. And not only, but here's yeah. the problem. This is what they call negative reinforcement, mm. I think, in like behavioral therapy or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> right. Where like, I'm not sure what it is, but it's like. Kanye keeps doing, he's clearly not mentally well, right? He's, yeah. you know, he's has his clothes, he's bipolar. It's erratic behavior. Yeah, it's yeah. very manic. Like, yeah. all of this stuff feels very manic. He's, yeah. He seems very paranoid. Yeah. These are all, like, classic, these are, like, bookcase, or what is it? Whatever. I'll be forgetting <laughs> the phrases. Just these are very obvious examples of, like, bipolar mania kind yeah. of behavior. Yeah. But for whatever reason, this kind of behavior and everything he's been doing has led him to be a billionaire. That's exactly. negative reinforcement. Like, it is. there's no way Kanye, Kanye at this point feels like he could do whatever because he just keeps failing upwards. It does. With he every does. single controversy, it's just like he just keeps making more and more money. And he continues to evolve and grow yeah. and prosper. And um, a friend of mine, um, shout out to Herbie Rivales. Shout out to Herbie. <laughs> he, um, they actually did a, a, a YouTube video really discussing the idea of 
oh, when it cool. comes to profitability and capitalism mm, yes. connected to someone such as Kanye? Yes. And does the billionaire have a moral conscience? And mm. I think when it comes to Kanye's case and specifically, I think his mission statement is that money is green. Yeah. And it really yes. doesn't matter where it comes mm -hmm. from. It's or just, what he has to do to get or it. Or what he has to do to get it. Because yeah. I noticed that in order for you unfortunately to be a billionaire is that it has this veil of exclusivity mm -hmm. and anytime you exclude a certain demographic or people from engaging with you on that socioeconomic level it's a certain level of superiority like yes. he almost feels like superman he's invulnerable mm -hmm. to human damage yeah. or words or vitriol or rage because there's so much money coming in yeah he really can't even take the time to digest it it's, yeah and, it's and also it's just kind of and here's the thing about kanye that it's like i think ultimately i think here's i think ultimately is happening with kanye mm -hmm. you know every the way he's behaving and everything he's saying you got to hold them accountable for it. And obviously, you know, it's not, you can give them any excuse, especially considering the fact that it, these kinds of things always happen around the time that he's trying to sell something. Exactly. This all exactly. started when he said, when it was now it's time for, you know, like when the whole Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson thing was happening, yeah. you know, he was making me, he dropped some song. He almost dropped down the tour or whatever. Yeah. He had the music video the where video. he was killing Pete Davidson. Pete. Yeah. Like yeah. The, every time Kanye does this kind of shit, there's always something to sell. Exactly. So, you know, that's why I feel like my theory on Kanye is that he like turns in, turns. Well, no, what Kanye does, it's like a faucet. Uh -huh. I think Kanye believes every single thing he says. Yeah. He is, I, I believe yeah. he's really manic and <laughs> like does. bipolar, yeah. but He's smart enough to know when to let those thoughts those thoughts public and when exactly. not to. Because exactly. we just saw he didn't talk for like a year. Exactly. He just had a mask on for like a year plus <laughs> and didn't say words outside of music. And now yeah. all of a sudden he's like uncontrollable. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just feel like he, he, like you said, he doesn't care how he needs to get the money. You know, green is green. Doesn't exactly. matter how he gets yeah. it. You know, as long as I have everybody talking about me like I am right now. And here's the thing that I do got to give Kanye, because we all understand what he's doing. Right. Or a lot of people at this point realize the pattern. Right. He's selling something or he's going to say something crazy. Exactly. But somehow he's able to still get those people to talk about it, even when it seems insane. Mm -hmm. You know, but it's just that's what Kanye does. He's like, as long as people are talking about it, I don't care. Exactly. Like, what kind of mind do you have to have? I, I wonder to like. Just say, like, have white lives matter in a shirt. Yeah. That's like, you know, I don't even see white people saying that. What, oh, white people only go so far as <laughs> to saying all lives matter. Like, not even white people will say white lives matter. And then Kanye just, like, goes he past it. it. He goes he, to the moon. And he, I'm like, yeah. in a way, I kind of, like, it's kind of impressive how wild your it mind is. has to go. I would never in a million years think, hmm, I have these shirts that I want to you know, get attention to and I want to sell in this fashion show. Yeah. What can I put on it? Yeah. To get the whole world talking about it. Yeah. White lives matter. Like, <laughs> like, like, does he just think, I, I don't know. I think there's something he just kind of, I don't know. He just, he, maybe that's how he's able. That's how he became a billionaire. He, he understands when to like go quote unquote crazy and when not to. Because if he was truly like out of his mind, like he can't control himself, yeah. There's, I don't, I just don't believe he would be a billionaire. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think so either. So there has to be some sort of forethought to it, 
I, I don't know. It's like, I feel like, you know, and, you know, I love her, so I don't want to bash her. And I'm not bashing her. But I just feel like if, if like, I, I don't understand how Kanye is a billionaire and Azealia Binks is not. That's true. They're very That's similar. True. They're very <laughs> Both similar. Both Geminis. Yeah. They're very, very <laughs> similar. So, like, I don't because, you know, every once in a while, every week or so, Azealia Binks says something fucking insane. Yeah. But it's just, I guess, I don't, I guess she just doesn't. I don't know. There's something off about Kanye where, like, I I don't believe he's lying or making anything up. Yeah. But I do think he's using that, whatever it is he's doing, he's using it as a tool. Mm-hmm. And everybody falls for it every time. And, like, I, so I, I can tell you, like, three months from now, Kanye's going to be, like, I don't know, go, like, uh, like, I don't know, go pro black again or something like, you know, like yeah. just, and just switch the entire, yeah, just ethos. switch it up. And like, yeah. everybody's going to be like, Oh yeah. God. Yeah. Like, yeah, he, I don't know. I don't know. He's also probably because I do believe he's a narcissist. Probably most likely most he's likely. probably also trying to see how far he can get away with his actions. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Kind of an interesting, it's an interesting case. I don't know. It is. And it's to the point where I think he feels untouchable. Yeah. Um, and just, it's unfortunate that just like how you were talking about, um, just three months from now, he can go on a pro black tirade yeah. and be rewarded for it. And I think it's because the internet has such a short term. That's memory. so true. Yes. With your, your feed is like, it's a 24 hour news cycle every single day mm-hmm. um, and it's being repeated. It's being regurgitated and it's being replenished yeah. with new information constantly. So much is being like really brought at us to our attention that we really don't even have a chance to really process what we're seeing. And I feel like for when it comes to Kanye, I felt that he started like even when I listened to um, work of like college dropout and graduation mm. He had, I would say, a very pro-black ethos. Of course, yeah. But it's unfortunate that things have kind of twisted into this way where I I don't know if he genuinely has always operated from a place of social conservatism in his personal life, mm. but um, it's just surprising. But the point that you made, too, about why Kanye is a billionaire and Azalea Banks isn't a billionaire, I think has a lot to do with massage noir. Well, probably, yeah. It's such a a stacked system because I noticed, like, even when I was thinking about it, I thought about it to myself a few days ago. Even when it came to, um, and just to create an example, like, my mom, she had just went into a new job. Okay. And um, she's a social worker, so she's just coming into this new facility, into this new dynamic. And... She was asking me, like, occasionally about, like, navigating the workplace setting as a social worker, as a black social worker, and just sharing her grievances with me and venting occasionally. And my initial reaction, as a man, I'm socialized to solve stuff, to Mm -hmm, fix stuff. mm -hmm. So I immediately think of, like, ways that I've navigated the workplace and then giving her a comparison or example of like, this is how I was able to do it, or this is how I was able to navigate. But then I had to take, I had to think about my thoughts and realize that black men, we have a privilege of navigating spaces in a way that black women do not. Mm. And we really have to acknowledge it. And the same goes for Kanye with Azalea. Like Kanye can function in those spaces. He can still be invited to high fashion events and runway shows um unfortunately azalea cannot because if you are a black woman with a politically charged ethos you are shunned and 
disregarded and almost disowned mm-hmm. um, by your respective communities. Women don't like you. Black women don't like you. Black people don't like you because of, you know, I'll admit some of the things that Azalea says are egregious, but in comparison to Kanye, it, yeah, it's exactly. It, it's the same thing. It's the it, same it's exact, thing. exact thing. And one so, is a billionaire, you know, yeah. and with, a, with a very successful, you know, deals with Adidas and, and Gap. And, but you know you what know? I think too? Yeah. I think Azalea may be a low key billionaire. Because Maybe. I don't know Maybe. if um, That's a good point. you know what I'm thinking like because if people um, prime example a while back and I feel like people didn't take heed to this because creative op- creative property and artistic property I feel like are typically looked down upon in comparison to intellectual property but still that is her intellectual property because she had posted like a graph of her um, create like of um, potential skims logos mm. for Kim Kardashian's right. brand. And she was saying how her team had actually sent Kim a variety of logos that she could use. And she ended up going with the bubbled Skims logo that she still uses to this day. And I wouldn't be surprised if Kanye slid over to Kim or told someone on her team, I think you should talk to Azalea's team. Because Azalea has like from the bar soaps that she makes to... She's an incredible rapper and lyricist and musician. Yeah. It's she's just, a great mind. I, it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah like, I, like, I, I love it. Like, she's actually one of my dream people to have a conversation with. For re- like, Whether on camera amazing. or off camera. I just, I just, yeah. I think she's hilarious, she first of really all. Is. She is. Remember she was doing the shoki shoki yeah. with the sword? <laughs> Everybody well, I, do that now. Well, I just recently <laughs> saw like what Azalea Banks thought about Kanye West's whole thing. She said that he was off his electrolytes were off balance. Yeah, she always goes to <laughs> remember she yeah, did yeah. the she did the post where she was like, Everybody that went against me has issues. Rihanna, digestive yeah. issues. Um, I think she said like uh, uh what she, she say, Rizza, like yeah. bad financial <laughs> status. She just posted it, yeah, and I was man. just like, yo, like she's I love her, man. I I really I really would like to, Me you know. I'm putting I it out in the universe. I want to do a podcast with Julian. I'm surprised. I'm surprised I don't see her in more podcasts. Me too. I'm because surprised she, I don't see her. In yeah, podcasts. like why hasn't Joe Button? Or, yeah. Um. Uh. Jesus and Mero or um. Well, they're broken up now. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear <laughs> about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, and you they're know done. what's so sad what? <laughs> when um me and my mom was talking about it because we always talk about pop culture together. Yeah. It was so heartbreaking to hear it, but. I thought back, a lot of these podcasts where they present to be friends are really business partnerships. Right, that's true. For example. Me and Cameo. (laughs) No, because y'all love each other. Y'all love each other. But like, even when it comes to- Can you imagine? Yo. And me and Cameo were not good friends at all. We're just business partners. But you would be able to tell from the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At a certain point, you can't fake that. You can't fake it. Like, I was heartbroken when um, there's these YouTubers, their name's Abba and Preach. Yeah. They did a video where they talked about how they're not friends. Uh, They're strictly business partners. Mm. And that, to me, was so- It was such a bummer because they, to me, symbolized Black Brotherhood. Being right. able to stand together with another man and discuss these pop cultural issues and how we engage with them as black men. And they had this socio-political ethos that I thought was really dope. And it just seemed like they were on a mission to really be able to educate. Yeah. Um. So it was unfortunate to find out that the foundation of their partnership was not friendship. Yeah, but, but it's it, but it is know? also yeah, with but the Jesus I, and it, yeah, exactly. And I'm not surprised when when people are not really friends because you know it's just weird because here's the thing i've noticed when you start let's say like a podcast or something with somebody 
it's it becomes difficult to become friends with somebody you spend that much time making content That's with true. because everything you might have to say to them you just say it on camera yeah. and then afterwards it's like i don't you know i'll see you again in like a week we don't need to talk or hang out and it's actually going to be better for the show yeah. if we don't talk like i can, that is so common and it's easy to for people who even become friends for to fall into just kind of like yeah. on-screen camera friends. Yeah. How do we even get yeah. to this? Azalea Banks. I'm surprised she hasn't <laughs> done more podcasts. Uh, but if we're speaking about, you know, Azalea Banks and just female rappers. Yeah. This one topic I wrote down that I didn't tell you. Oh, Why really? are so many female rappers beefing with each other? Can you explain that to me? What is going on? Like Cardi and JT. Cardi and, 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 and Nikki. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm sure Cardi beef with somebody. Most of them seem to be beefing with Cardi mostly, uh, which is hilarious. What's going on? You know what I think? I <laughs> I have so many thoughts about that. Oh, really? Um, okay. First of all, I think when you are just, I'm going to get on my soapbox. But Let's we, go. We live in a misogynistic society. Of course. That constantly pits women against each other because it's been rare when I've seen two men beef as, you know. But honestly, I think men do their beef a little bit on the low. Okay. Like, I think you wouldn't know that such and such was beefing until y'all both go to an after party and it's just sure, like, yo, that's I'm not true. rocking with him. No, that's true. He not allowed in my section. Next thing you know, such and such, oh, they was in a beef because he was talking to such and such and ah, ah, ah. I think when it comes to the beef amongst women, I think, I feel like the fans and the stands definitely gas it up, especially on Twitter. For sure. But I feel disappointed that when it comes to, I feel like the lack of PR culture has been lost. The lack of mm. A&R. Um, right. There used to be a time where certain things you just could not say out loud. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I feel it's like- It's not the when case it, anymore. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's not the case anymore because now <laughs> the culture has now veered toward this idea of, I don't want to say transparency because I feel like it's almost false transparency mm, Yeah, where it's like, it's not really, I, I want to see you as authentically you. Cause if you don't show up in the way that I expect you to, then I don't like you. So I think people really want false transparency where they think they know you, but they really don't know you. Mm. Um, and there's not as much of a filter. Um, but the reason why I say that is because I feel like when it comes to Cardi and I love her so much, but I feel like what happens is that this t Twitter is a minefield yeah. and it will, cause you i feel like to it, it provokes you i feel like to an extent to where you almost feel compelled mm -hmm. to respond to not even respond to react because yeah. twitter is full of reactions yes it's nothing it's no thoughtful responses on there it's reactions mm -hmm. it's clickbait it's i want to feel that moment and i feel like what happens is that whole thing with cardi and jt was just a bummer I want to talk about that beef specifically, yeah, though. Like, Cardi yeah. and JT, like, I was thinking about who's in the wrong, and I do think Cardi was in the wrong in I that agree. because, you know, if, if you know. It was childish. Because, yeah. here's the thing, if because they said that they were kind of, like, arguing in the DMs at first. If you're already doing that, if you're beefing with somebody privately, yeah. don't go and tweet out, like, lap dog, and yes. then be like, 
you know, if the shoe fits, wear it. What are you talking about? Exactly. This is very clearly about me. You can't just like you can't do that. You can't just be. You can't say that. You can't say yeah. I didn't say your name, so you know you can't. You know, if you respond to me now, you're making it public. For it's real. like Cardi. We all knew you were talking about. I mean, what yeah, other possible context could there be you if you're already beefing with Nikki? Yeah. You're like who 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 would be like the lab dog? Like exactly. You it's can't. Just, I hate when people do that. I hate that. Too. And also, I just have a personal vendetta against it because people have done that to me specifically. This one, you know who you are. Oh. <laughs> Guess what? It was an Aquarius. Boom. boom. So there you go. Wow. Back to our first episode that we did together. There you go. Why don't like yeah? Why don't like Aquarius people? <laughs> Specifically, Aquarius women. Um, I don't know what it but they is do that kind of weird that shit with like the you know it's like I'll get it over <laughs> this Cardi. Like when you say lab dog, we all know what you're talking about. She, yeah. she knows that you know, and you know that she knows, and it's yeah. like you, it you're provoking. Good, you know, you're provoking, and then you know. So in that way, you did start it. So it did, yeah. it did, because you it elicited a reaction. Because then JT went on to say "wiener dog," and I'm sure yeah. that these t- tweets are deleted by now. But well, I, what does that mean? I didn't get that one. I didn't get that one either because I just thought it was just very. But you know, she country, so maybe yeah. that's her thing. But yeah, um, maybe I just was so. Um, it was just really disappointing. But you know what? As a um. As a fan of the both of them, but also as a social media, in a way, we, we all kind of have surveillance footage of one another every single day because mm. of social media. Um, so I could kind of see that there was some <laughs> word to COVID, but social distance <laughs> between them. Sure. Because I haven't seen them collaborate in quite some time. I haven't seen them converse in quite some time. So the signs What's were the name there. of that song they did together? They did um twerk. Yeah, it's been the, um, like a but it's long been a time years, yeah. like since 2018 since that song. Oof. Like when I was yeah, in high four school. years ago. Yeah, so it's just like, dude, like so much time has passed and nothing really has come of it. I hope it's not about oh she collaborated with her, so I don't like her. Like just like how we were talking about business endeavors. I would look at those musical collaborations as business endeavors. You're not just collaborating with somebody. You're adding to your repertoire of songs. You're adding to your catalog. Right. And to have this person be on the song to generate more views, to generate more money, to generate more attention. I'm here for it. But just as long as it kind of stays in that realm of I respect you as a person and as an artist. Um, but I feel like when it comes to this whole thing of you collaborated with this person, you collaborated with this person, so I don't like you, I can't rock with you. I feel like when it comes to loyalty, everyone kind of has green on their mind, especially mm. when it comes to the music business or any business that requires some form of profitability. Sure. Um, so I feel like when it comes down to that, it just is so because it's like okay, Cardi collapsed with Meg, so now Meg can't collab with Nicki anymore. It's right, like I hate that. That bothers divisions. Me. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's like JT collapsed with Cardi, so then now, yeah. yeah. Not only that, but then now Cardi and Meg have to Cardi this and Meg, and or, it's or, just or no, like, I'm sorry, Meg and Nicki have to like yeah, diss each other, and then Cardi like, and, and JT have to diss each other. Yeah, and then here's poor Glorilla. Just trying to stay, <laughs> just she just started popping, and so she doesn't want to fucking ruin any relationships. But, but poor we, Glorilla, man. I, I had to look in the camera because can we talk about how Glorilla ate that BET Awards performance? Yeah, she went crazy. Everybody was on their feet. Yeah, she has amazing stage presence. Glorilla, if you yeah. see this, you have amazing. She stage has amazing presence, presence just general, Ama- like, like even like as general, a rapper. Like you, she really, you know. And shout out to her because she was in a two B movie on they, they oh, really? did a clip. 
Um, it was oh, just her funny. on Twitter getting back shots. It was and on like, yeah, thing. and on like, you know, in a discourse, she is pretty. She is. Pr- she is pretty. Why? I don't know where that came from. Debate, and then they tried to do that with JT too. Anytime hmm. they see a black girl with Afrocentric features, whether it's the nose or the lips, or they love the body, but they hate the facial features, and I'm yeah. just like. Y'all mamas look like these ladies. <laughs> right. Like, why do y'all hate y'all mamas so bad? So, yeah. but then they don't look at their mamas as people. They look at them as caretakers and nurses and all that yeah. shit. And it's but, also it's also like what the song is about. Like, it's yeah, very like you know, yeah. it's like it, it's and obviously it's mainly men that get into that discourse. It's like, she's not even. Why is she telling me like fuck me? She's not even pretty because that's what the song. Yeah. That's what men take the song as like. And I'm just you know, like, F-R-E, why? You know? And I'm just like, what is this whole thing? I feel like the male ego that we have come to know needs mm-hmm. to die. It just needs to die because it's yeah. just, it's not conducive to anyone. It's not helpful to women. It's not helpful to men. Male it's ego, not helpful yeah. to our Is there such thing it's, as female ego? I feel like. Well, okay, whatever. That that leads us into another topic. That's going to help me transition to another topic. But yeah, uh, it, I just wanted to show you because the JT Cardi thing is not over. Did you hear the snippet that JT put out on her Twitter? I didn't. Did you? You did? Oh, I you didn't. didn't. Okay, so uh, I have oh, to pull it up because there are some shots in there. Oh my god! That may or may not confirm some rumors about you know, like I offset. <laughs> what you working with? Yeah, what let's go. This already sounds good. Uh, it do. And the producer with? of this is friends with. Brizzy on the beat. It's coming. That's the bar. That's the bar. That, well, did, did you hear the bar? That's the bar. Doing all the wifey shit. No, he don't fuck shit. with you, Cardi. No, with <laughs> no you. let me not. Nah. <laughs> but I think a lot of people kind of took that as like, okay, obviously JT is firing back. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Oh, the room offset, you know, obviously cheating on Cardi. And if I may interject. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I, and let, follow me with this. And by Uh, the way, this is no Nikki hate because I adore uh her. I don't know how I feel about like a part. And then I've heard some critics saying that Nikki has been behind the scenes kind of egging on beefs with Cardi. Yeah. Um, I've heard that too. I feel like when it comes to situations such as these, I just think back to like, I hope Nikki is not interjecting her thoughts and her beef with JT because you know they did the collab yeah. on the Super Freaky Girl song. So I'm just like, and then JT has well, said some things about Nikki in the past on yeah. tweets and then deleted it. So yeah. I don't know if she's doing things to get back in her good graces. Well, that, I, don't I, know. I think you know? my theory on that is that JT, I mean, JT has been wanting to work with. Uh, Nikki for a for long time. Some time yeah. So I think now it's at a point where like she has, she feels like she has to choose yeah. between Cardi and Nikki, and so she's kind of going hard. And I mean, you know, even though it's fucked up that Cardi tweeted "Lab Dog," yeah, objectively, it does sometimes come across as that how hard she goes for Nikki. It's true because it's you like know. I don't know, and then it kind of goes back to that whole idea of like when Cardi and Nikki had that. <laughs> It was like a Twitter Instagram view. I remember, Cardi yeah. was doing Instagram videos. Nikki was tweeting. But yeah. her whole thing was, um, she was just saying, um, you want rappers to 
essentially suck your dick. Mm. And I didn't do that. I gave you your flowers, but in that, in the words of that TikToker, yeah. not too much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not too um, fucking be much. Be fucking for real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I think what happened is maybe Nikki, female ego, maybe yeah. she felt mm. slighted by, because even when she was talking on the, the Beats interview with Zane Lowe, and she was talking about how um, Cardi had this kind of um, negative demeanor when it mm -hmm. came to describing her experience with her on motorsport. Yeah, which I think was. Um, a <laughs> I mean, that song is altogether. history at this point. It is the amount of drama that song birthed. Was I don't even so, know half of it. It's just ridiculous. It was yeah. like she changed her verse, basically saying, alluding that the Cardi, the QB, I'm um, Nick Lombardi, basically saying that she was trying to sun her. Mm. Um, and Cardi was just like, if she doesn't change the verse, I won't jump on the song. Nikki then changes the verse. And and then it went into this whole thing where the hairstylist that was with Nikki eventually switched over to being with Cardi. And <laughs> it started to kind of go into that yeah. Nikki hate train era. And yeah. it was Oh, just, yeah, that's, was, that's a good point. You know, there was, was that Nikki train. The that, beginning of the. That was pretty wild. The and that crazy. was around the time that Queen came out. And I liked Queen. That was a great album. I enjoyed that album. I didn't think Queen was a great album. <laughs> And I say this as a fan. I say this Nikki as a fan. Nikki wouldn't be too happy with you saying it no, that bluntly, it's honestly. Like, I didn't think it was a great album because... Hold on, let's go back. Because I got to see I, the songs on this. Yeah, it wasn't... the Even the lineup. Like, it just wasn't, I guess, what I expected from the fourth album. Ganja Burn, good start. I like that song it a lot. It was lyrically... Ganja Burn. Well, what is it? Ganja Burn? Ganja... What is it? I didn't like the <laughs> melody. Because it's like... It's just, it's just, you know... I don't remember this one with Eminem whatsoever. Barbie Dreams... The Majesty that was dope, but it's okay. like she kind of let M eat her up a bit. Because he... Yeah. They, they have this whole thing where he did a second verse and she didn't do another verse. She kind of just let it is. I don't know. Queen to me feels incomplete. Barbie Dreams. You know? That was a pretty big track. That was just Barbie her, Dreams. you know, saying all the rappers she was she would have sex with. Where, where? It was dope. It was a great. I feel like that was the standout song. Yeah, for that sure. was great. Um, Which was also a precursor to that uh, Young Miami song. You know which one? Rap, rap Freaks. Yep. <laughs> I think I think that's a precursor to that song. When Rich Sex from the the title. I don't know. This sounds familiar. I think I liked it. I with Rich Sex, it was catchy. But my whole thing is, I dislike when Nicki, like we know what a Nicki and Wayne record sounds like. Yeah. So to put him on another song to me, I feels like feels a bit redundant. Like I wanted her to yeah. explore the depths of her. Sure, artistry, that's you know? true. Collab with some people that we wouldn't expect. Bed was good. You know? I like Bed. Well, Ariana Grande. I didn't like Bed. <laughs> I didn't like Bed because she already collabed with Arby. I like that like kind of soft times. pop sound. To me, it kind of I didn't like the soft pop. <laughs> nah, I didn't like. Yeah. Um. Okay. But my favorite would definitely Chun Li. That's a that's an iconic song at this Chun point. Chun-Li kind of grew dun, dun. on me. Come on, you hear those? You hear those little notes at the beginning? You because it's you're very New for. York. I feel yeah. it. It's just I didn't when I first seen. It, I think you know what got me too is that I'm also a visual person as much as I am an auditorial person. Sure. So when I seen the visualizer and the video, it didn't necessarily knock me off of my feet. LLC. LOC was that was lit. a great song. LOC was led. I feel like the third verse. Good form was great in her pocket. Good form was great. I loved good Low form. Low key, if she would have in my mind, if she would have put DMX, rest in peace, mm. before I feel okay. like that record would compliment him. 
And that's yeah. about it. Yeah, I don't know. I only know like five of these songs. The so Coco maybe Chanel with Fox Big Fox Foxy Boogie. Brown was good. It was bad. Oh. It was bad because Fox Boogie <laughs> is deaf in one ear. So oh, when you put no. her in the stew, the way that's they mixed good. and mastered it, it was almost like the beat was ramming oh, on weird. Fox Boogie. But it's that's just like the bars was it was hitting, and she she was getting in her pocket. It's just the beat was kind of all over the place. Um, with the Coco Chanel, with the flow, it just wasn't. Listen, I'll have to, I'll have know. to go back to the album because I just Not remember my, my experience listening to it was like, this is surprisingly good. That's what I thought. Really? Because it was around the Nikki yeah. hate train. So yeah. I think, I guess coming into it, there was just so much chatter. It was like, yo, Nikki, you know, why are you like this? Whatever. Yeah. Like what's um, going on? And then yeah. the album kind of was just like, you know, this is not bad. I don't know why people are hating on Nikki, but yeah, here's the thing. It just wasn't. I feel like I can honestly, um, it, when it comes to her music, I, I would definitely say the pr- the pink print. I feel like had more nuance. Well, the pink, of course. I mean, you know I'm, what I'm, I'm, I'm not saying this is even when the it pink came prints. to bars like Four Door, Aventador, yeah. or just talk like with Shanghai, with Win Again, with um, these records that she was just hungry like i'm bummed yeah. that looking ass nigga wasn't on the pink print mm. because she was talking her shit on it that was um, more of a freestyle i understand freestyle. why yeah. I, I fuck with it you know what i'm saying and then that's another thing too like just posting more freestyles um i just i have a lot of thoughts with nick i always wanted to be able to work as far as creative direction with her because i mm. feel like um she has a lot of, of depth to her artistry that I feel like could be explored. Listen, in terms of recent songs, that Seeing Green song, I listen to it still. Seeing with, Green with is Drake dope. and Lil Wayne, that is an incredible it's rap song. It's a dope song. record. It's one of my favorite rap songs of the past couple of years. I loved it. I will say I prefer Fractions over Seeing Green, though. Yeah, but it's Maybe like... Maybe because the Jay-Z sample. And also probably because... You know, I don't know. It's a very uh, 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 specific type of rap song. Yeah, you know? it's very gritty. Yeah, it's very which it's I love. Very tough. I, I loved it. Like even when it came to like Yikes, I yeah. really enjoyed Yikes. The only thing was just when it came to the beat production, I felt like it started to lose momentum as mm. this st- song started to go to as it started to progress. Yeah. Um. But I I, I really enjoy her her records. Just yeah. where she's just you know just talking her shit. How did we get into Nikki? Oh, we were talking about female yeah, we rap were talking drama. About female rap we were talking about uh, uh, motorsport. That's what we were talking about. Motorsport. Yeah, all the, the drama that I came from sport. that. You were trying to uh, uh, recap it, but you know. That yeah, it was. It was so, oh, no, it's okay. It, so was, it was so much drama. I mean, yeah. to recap it would be like yeah, three be weeks later. Like, you know? Well, listen, if we're talking about egos, female or male egos, I want to transition us to talk about, I think this is going to be like probably the last topic because I don't want to go too long. Oh, no, it's okay. But I want to yeah. talk about the idea of applying pressure versus walking away from a situation because I think that that literally has all to do with ego. That's all that is. Mm. That's all that is. I believe Um, we were talking about it that earlier in the car, like this idea of like, you know, when you're talking to somebody and you know, it's very casual, you're just talking to them, Yeah. but it comes to a point where, you know, they're still talking to other people and then they kind of, publicly or privately declare listen if you're not gonna apply pressure <laughs> i'm just gonna keep talking to everybody you know other people For real. um and then yeah. when you're at that critical point <laughs> what do you do like you know what's so funny do? i just remembered i was in a situation a while ago where like oh really i had no idea it was like a casual thing mm-hmm. i can dig it but then it was like made very clear when she was like because I, I was talking to this girl, and it seemed pretty much like, you know, like a pretty, pretty heavy talking. Yeah. And then she just posted on her Instagram, on her stories, like, 
close some, friends. Some meme. No, it was just it, it was, was public. Be, it oh, was before. <laughs> also, it was before close friends. Oh it, shit! Uh, it it was just like you know it was this weird meme about like not being tied down, and then it was just <laughs> it so was cryptic. Just, yeah, so it was her tagging her friend like, yeah, that's right, because I'm single. <laughs> Wow, but you know what? <laughs> and I, I remember I seeing that, that with like, wait, hold on. Yeah, it's 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 <laughs> weird because the, it yeah. gets. The, I love um, and shout out to Herbie again because they put me on such so many <laughs> shout out to Herbie because when we be having conversations, um, just talking about uh, I love how he described it as the gamification of dating. Ooh. um, which is beautiful. I love that beautifully said. Yeah. Um, because it really is to an extent a game yeah like if you don't quote unquote do these actions or demonstrate these behaviors until that is demonstrated i'm single um mm. and then this whole idea of status we're single like how you said we're talking yeah are we dating are Man, we, yeah you know, i hate it's uh, just the, the, all those titles terms, and, I hate the, that shit, yeah. and the levels it's like you want jumanji and yeah. shit <laughs> Leveling it's just yeah. like you know what i'm saying it's just, just to get to the fucking king kong yeah. dynasty or some shit of, of being on in a relationship with this person yeah i think i hate yeah. that yeah i i love that term the gamification of dating yeah and i that kind of puts into words what i hate i guess about that aspect yeah. of it because the gamification of it Kind of takes away any sort of real connection that you can it have do. with somebody. It do. It makes it sort of like, uh, you know, and I'm sure Tinder has a lot to do with this because Tinder and online dating, that's Tinder. all it is. It's, it's and, a literal gamification. And shout Swipe out left. To Hinge. And shout out to Hinge because you get to set racial preferences. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For, for all my ebony stuff. I'm going to have to get on Hinge because you're, you're like the third person the past month that no, is like, it's, it's I tried out Hinge. I it's tried, like, it was lit. It was lit. You get to set. You get to if you want black, Latino, Asian American. Yeah, Pacific that's why Islander. I can't fuck with Tinder because it's literally only honkies. In there. Oh my god! And I'm just saying, I'm just saying, we're not anti-white. We're anti-racist, <laughs> and we just feel uh, like we just we like what we like. We like dark upper lips. We like brown areolas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, it's just a certain swag that we have. You know what's funny? I, but, I think I'm going to start calling white people honkies. I think it's very funny. I feel like... I'm I, laughing about it. I said cracker before, you know, in the comfort of <laughs> but my own. So honky. is honky that bad? I feel... I like honky. I feel like... I don't like the way you equate a honky with cracker unless they're yeah. the same. Are well, they you know they the have same? a list on TikTok. They got sure. like Arctic Monkey, yeah. uh, Cum Nuggets. Great band. Oh, Ray Jesus bands. Christ. Uh, Jesus Christ. They get, they get dark. Come nuggets. Come nuggets. That's Cum great. Nuggets. I love that. No cap. I think I made that up on the spot. I think they said something else, but I just cut it. Come nugget chance. is crazy. Come nuggets lit. <laughs> nugget lit. Like when I, when it starts to take off, just know Noah said that shit. Like my my man's Noah said, "Come Cum nugget, nugget so is like, fucking insane." Come nugget. I love it. Cum I'm nugget. gonna title this episode that. Come nugget. That's insane. I yeah. love it. This is for the yetis. um. Yeah, but I. I, I I was about to say I want to start calling them honkies, but I might just call them cum nuggets. But I can't, you know, that's very, uh, what would be more offensive to them? I feel like honky? cum nugget. You cum think nugget. cum nugget? Because honky, they may not be old enough to understand that reference. They may be like honky. What you mean? Like the horn in the car? They mm, might be on yeah, some other yeah, they shit. They might not know. They might not know. Yeah, the newer generation of white people might not know what cum And then the new uh, generation, yo, for real, the new generation of white people is, they are... TikTok white people are so funny because they're so self-aware of their yeah. white privilege. Yeah. But then when you run into actual white people who you weaponize their whiteness and, mm. you know, kind of 
traverse the world in a certain type of way you know like okay not too much but, yeah yeah um, they they, yeah, they go a little I, overboard yeah but i say cum nugget i feel uh, like it's <laughs> the most offensive you could get crazy it's true it's true you got a chicken nugget, nugget, you got so cum nugget. fucking it's, crazy it's noah <laughs> it's really i don't know where it came from literally i was talking to um one of the people i was i'm communicating with right now and um, I was telling them like oh, uh, like different names for they tried to tell they tried to call it you know how different people try to um, minimize the LGBTQ community by saying mm-hmm. like the BLT community and yeah, shit yeah yeah I just said the glitter gang I don't yeah. even know when the fuck I that like happened that. That's great. Glitter, glitter gang, gang is lit though yeah, yeah. glitter gang there should be there should be a remix of like Gucci gang but like glitter, glitter gang. gang glitter gang glitter gang glitter gang <laughs> yeah that should be it yeah. um what were you even talking about oh yeah like oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's talking about <laughs> well how did we get to oh hinge right hinge. right that's true like hinge. Gay Gamification of dating, dating, Hinge, racial profile, you know, racial preferences. What if you get a sponsorship from Hinge because of this? I would or love that. I, well, do you think they're going to sponsor us Hinge. if we keep calling white people cum nuggets? Please, cum nuggets are welcome to Hinge. Insane, no. We would love to have y'all. We, cum we nugget is so fucking funny, man. It's just, it's, it's something. Else. So here's the thing. So the gamification of dating starts with like apps like Hinge and, and Tinder and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, and I think, yeah, it's very know? superficial, and it's like a thing of like, you know, it's I don't know. My whole point before we went into the cum nugget tangent was like, <laughs> so was funny. was all about was all about like I feel like they, all that the gamification of dating takes away from like meaningful connections. Yeah, and when there isn't any real meaningful connections. It's so easy to do just shit that is just bad. Exactly. Or treat people like they're not human. And exactly. that's always the thing that's bothered me. It's true. Um, But then that's where this whole topic comes into play. Yeah. The thing about do you apply pressure or do you walk away? How do you decide that? I'll start with you. Oof. Oh my gosh. And you starting with me. So <laughs> um, okay. So I'm. Have actually- you. Well, actually, before you answer that. Yeah. Let's start with this. Have you been faced with that decision? Of course. You have. Okay. Of course. Multiple times. Oh, you have. Okay. Um, multiple times because uh, I'm the type of person. Okay. I'll look into the camera. I'm a Sagittarius. I'm passionate. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I might do us. a little too much. Shout out to That's us. That's right. You could do the little arrow like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But um, yeah, I feel like when it comes to um, applying pressure or um letting it be letting it fly um it's it's difficult um i will mm-hmm. say being a, a black queer man navigating that space is a bit different because when you're engaging with another man it's this whole idea in a primitive context of quote-unquote men are the hunters and women are the um gatherers if you sure. will in a in a caveman context mm-hmm. but the weird thing is when you have two hunters it's almost like okay do i apply pressure do i not and then we're both two we're two men and so it's like how are we able to come to a consensus of like this is how we want to move forward with our connection um i will say for me it's been hit and miss like sometimes i apply pressure when i feel I would say when I feel that the connection is worth having. Mm, um, I okay. notice for me, if I'm intellectually stimulated, you got me. Because if we can have conversations, like just now, 
you and me, if we're having conversation and it just kind of flows in a yeah. way where we're able to cover yeah, myriads yeah. of topics, that to me gets me. I mean, this the sexual stuff is lit too. I mean, if you are a dark skinned baddie, no one wants up? to give you a cum nugget. I just want <laughs> no, no. I respect cum nuggets. I love y'all real bad. I'm just saying real a bad. literal cum nugget. No, real relax. Bad. I'm just saying a literal. You know, you want, he cum wants, nuggets are welcome. He wants to give you. No, I'm just Chance. saying like. I'm not talking about white people anymore. I'm just saying literally a, a <laughs> I like a white person with a little mustard, a little spicy. You know. That's I'm cool. just saying Noah wants to give you a McDonald's little ba- like box where nuggets are and you open it, it turns out they're just fully white. They're fully white. Yeah, go They're baked. <laughs> they're they're baked. But um, But anyways, <laughs> yeah, dark skin man, but, shout out to y'all. Yeah, shout out to y'all. But literally, um, you know, but I, I noticed for me that I typically choose to go after men that are a bit more feminine that are a bit more in touch with their feminine side because that to me is just kind of like in the words of carisha i like that i like Mm. that i just feel like that's very that's very comforting for me maybe because i think what it is is that i have such a dope relationship with my mom interesting yeah so maybe that feminine energy i'm still attracted to like a person or really a man who feels comfortable being able to express himself we talk about pop cultural aspects um we talk about just different things going on in our lives we're able to have intellectual conversation um so i would say for me when it comes to that whole idea of applying pressure or letting it be i would say assessing to yourself do you feel that this connection is worthwhile but then also reading the room Mm. like that's another thing too that i think i didn't necessarily do or know how to do especially when it came to dating or getting to know somebody is that you know there are verbal and nonverbal signs that someone is interested in sure that's true and i was so late to the party with that i'm still late to the party with that real bad because it's like I'm trying to decipher, you know, is this a deeper meaning? Are these actions leading to something more? If I'm more open, will this person in turn be more open with me? Um, Just a lot of things. But I definitely will say that for me, that uh, when it comes to applying pressure and really um, letting it wait out, I would definitely say I'm still learning because it's it's just something that you kind of learn as you go, especially navigating the world as just a man. Um, but I would definitely say when it comes to me, I just, I just kind of recognize that this co- connection is worthwhile and then read the w- room and then move accordingly. Mm. That's my answer. <clears throat> Interesting. I think, yeah, you just made me realize that kind of how that decision usually goes, what goes into it. And this is overall idea of, like you said, the hunter or the gatherer, to be yeah. primitive with it. Like, <laughs> you know. I do think, there, I think there is something to like, when it comes to that point when you're talking to somebody of like, are you going to apply pressure or are you just going to, you know, let them walk away? I think that the, that determines who's the more like passive or yeah. the aggressive, who's yeah. the more, you know, like the more, I guess, if, if we want to be... I, this is all primitive. Dominant. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. that's better. Yeah. That's less like male, female. Yeah. yeah uh, who, who, whoever, because the applying pressure goes to the more dominant person. Yeah. And the, you know, walking away, it's like the more uh, submissive, I guess, in yeah. a way, because it's like, they should come to me. And it's this social expectation that a man inherently should apply pressure. Right, that is true. I was you just know? about to say, yeah. I feel like, yeah. and that is interesting to me because I've realized this idea, like, I, 
I I've I've been noticing that I feel like in a relationship there has to be a more dominant and more submissive. I yeah. do think that kind of energy that, that kind of energy I think that's a, a thing. Uh regardless of if it's if it's fixed or if it fluctuates from situation to situation, but I think in any situation you are with a partner, I think that is a very real thing to take into consideration. And that's something I've realized for myself where like because a lot of the times you know, when you're butting heads, it's like two people that are too dominant or too submissive. Or even if we want to talk about just like, here's why, to bring it full circle, mm-hmm. the reason why even if Candace Owens decides to leave her husband and gets together with Kanye, that relationship I don't think could work because I think they're both a little, you know, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, I think. I think there's a little bit too much of like, in a certain dynamic with somebody, there needs to be kind of like the more analytical yeah. and the more emotional. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if if you're both like a little baby, they, a little baby lyric that comes to me, it's like you know we can't be we can't both be in our feelings. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like that kind of shit is kind of real because it's like shout out to little baby. Yeah, shout out to little baby. Hopefully <laughs> his album bar. is good. Whenever you know it came yeah. out a couple <laughs> days ago after this, but. Um, yeah, I just think that's true because I, I can't remember so many situations where like I've noticed where I tend to be more of like the submissive kind of yeah. a, a person yeah. or the more emotional, whatever. And it goes to the thing you're saying about like men are just automatically assumed to be that. But I just think it just depends on the situation. There's, there's certain situations where I'm more dominant and there's certain situations where I'm more submissive. Yeah. You know what I mean? And usually that depends on. The traumas and the kind of shit that, <laughs> you know, what gets you in your feelings or not. Like for me, let's say, typically, you know, I'm more, I'm more of like, I guess, the dominant in terms of like pursuing and like getting to the bottom of something like problem solving, that kind of stuff. Right. But whenever there's a situation, let's say like one of my personal triggers I've realized about myself is like when like through texting, the reason I don't like texting is because like when I text somebody and they don't text back. I automatically get in the defense and be like, did I say something wrong? Me like too. immediately, that's like that's where my mind goes yeah, to. And then now too. I can't, you know, nay, I get anxious. That's all I can think about. You know, that, it, it, you know, it turns me into like a fucking, you know, a, a, a mind storm. Yeah. Like I go down a rabbit hole. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whenever they don't do that. And that's obviously because of, you know, reasons <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> but uh, I think, I realize in that situ- in that moment I become submissive. Yeah. Because I'm kind of like wounded. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm like, and I've always been somebody that's like, you know, if I'm feeling a certain way, I'm gonna tell you about tell it. You. Uh so I just think it depends. So when you decide if you're applying pressure or walking away, it usually depends on like you said, if you think it's worth it. I think it also depends on if you know, if, if that's what the dynamic is between two of you that's true you know if if it's applying pressure that means like going after that person yeah that means you're the most dominant and then they're more submissive yeah uh or it could be backwards it could be like you know women are uh, i was gonna say women can be dominant and they but that's, take uh, that's very clear that's obvious yeah, Not, that, yeah we've seen so many examples of that yeah have you heard fnf by glorilla Women can clearly be dominant. So, like, like there might be times that, like, women can approach a guy, you know? Yeah. There's certain women that do that. And then yeah. sometimes where the, the, the guy approaches out. a girl. Yeah. And, yeah, like that, that, that dynamic can work, but it's just about knowing the role. It's like, yeah, yeah it's, 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 um, and I've realized, like, and I'm just not making a connection because I've always thought, like, sometimes women, like, are dominant or, like, they pursue me first. 
I kind of feel like turned off by it mm. and I never knew why. And I think it is because my thing is more so I like to approach them, Me you too. know? So it's all about, you know, knowing what your role is. It's like in the dynamic between you and that person. And by the way, a lot of toxic relationships tend to be a fight of who's the dominant one. Yes. That's what, the, and that's where the male and female ego come into play because true. there's been, listen, I have a very recent example of like, I'm kind of at a stalemate with this girl where I'm like, listen, if you're not going to apologize to me, this is not going anywhere. And they feel the same. <laughs> oh my God. So then it's this weird stalemate where we're both feeling like we're the dominant ones. And so it's yeah. just like, but is this it's just a bumping in that case though, bumping heads <laughs> not not bumping something else yeah yeah but, not but, bumping <laughs> privates bumping but, heads but um i would say in that situation um it's so crazy okay because i am a huge believer in self-respect pride being sure. able to advocate for yourself but then when it comes to relationship especially when it comes to developing something um, when you hit that stalemate, I don't know what it is about me, man, but I cave. I do an olive oh, branch. Oh, really? I do an olive branch. I just say, you know what? I'll say, like, I recognize my part in the situation. You want to know what's interesting? Okay. You know what I, I, the reason I'm going to interject here is because I am that way too. Right. And I have done that. Oh, and whenever okay. I try to do that, then it still doesn't lead anywhere. And then gotcha. it's like, okay, well, now. There's only so much I can do because, like I said, I'm yeah. very much like I try to fix a problem kind of a person. Me too. But but this is what I mean with the apology specifically. Yeah. Like, most of the time, I have to, you know, I feel like, okay, there's some fault into what I did. Mm. I can apologize for something. I'm sure I did something. This right. couldn't have been just fully one-sided. Right. But I think the situation I'm in now, <laughs> it's very clearly one-sided. You know what I mean? I yeah. blocked and unblocked this person in the span of, what, six months? And now it's just like... <laughs> I can't. Dang, it is so weird. Like it's so funny because it's it? just like I'm. You know, our parents. Well, our parents. <laughs> you know, they the idea of blocking people. Oh uh, yeah, that was. It's just like thing. you gotta see homeboy one yeah, day. You know exactly. You just run into it like, oh, what's up? You know, yeah, but yeah. but to continue, continue. Yeah, but it's just so funny, and it's also. I mean, now I'm just off in my own thing because the example that I'm thinking of right now that recently happened to me with this thing of like me waiting for the apology, and it's so funny the way that people. I'll, sp I'll say, in my experience, women, the way they apologize or try to do olive branches is so funny to me. How so? Or like the way they, because, because, okay, so let's, like I said, I'm waiting for the apology and so then I'm being very stern, like I'm not going to give this person anything. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's so funny because what they would do instead of apologizing would be like, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go so specific with it, and I still am, but it's just funny how specific I'm going to get with it. It's just like, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for the apology, but instead of apologizing, these people would just, I don't know, create a new, you know, a, a, a fake account and look at your highlights, and you just posted a story in your highlight, and so they can see the story views from the highlight, but not the other stories, and then you try to see what the fuck the account is, and then you go to the Twitter, and then you see they tweeted something that is very related to the thing that just happened, and then you're just like, why the fuck did you just apologize? <laughs> we interrupt this original programming to schedule our sponsorship with hinge um 
we recently said we oh. weren't going to discuss cum nuggets, but we we're going to expand that. Oh my that. god! Okay. Um, just just to hilarious. just to catch up though, because you you spilled a lot of yeah, yeah. a lot of gems. This is this is all, this all hypothetical. It's, you know? all, it's all hypothetical. <laughs> this is all metaphorical. It, yeah, exactly. We, this is you know allegedly very alleged. Alleged. Yeah, this is as alleged as uh I don't know jo- Jocelyn's ass whooping whatever. I don't know. We That's do a not, reference. We do not know if that man put his hands on any of those women. No, well, yeah, Allegedly. we don't know. But didn't she also get accused of fighting? Is she getting sued for fighting a bunch of them? I did. That's see, what I was talking about. I did see him throw a couple fists. I'm not yeah, gonna yeah. lie. There's like a I'm suit. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Yeah. My HDMI did catch you throwing them that's hands, another, my guy. By the way, that's another uh, full circle woment from the last time we talked. Is the last time we talked all about Zeus? Oh yeah, we talked about the when that, Zeus. When that show, it's still bad. Yeah, yeah, it's still <laughs> horrible. It's still didn't, bad. Yeah, didn't wait. Did Christian Rock and Blueface get a show in Zeus, or oh is it God. outside of that? I think with Crenshaw and Blue that they are, um, I'm not sure if they have, I think that it's in the works for sure. Because it hasn't yeah. come out yet, but I definitely oh, okay, think it's in the it. works. Because and they Suze are. is the perfect place for that. Yeah. It's that just mess. so crazy to hear. Speaking of like, you know, crazy relationships, <laughs> the, how, no, what, how weird relationships though, are. But that whole, uh, uh, but you know what? Um, and you know, it's so funny. I, I keep bringing up my mom because we always talk about stuff. But mm-hmm. literally when we were discussing the whole idea of Crenshaw and Blueface and it's this whole idea of being young. Mm. I think which what, we are as which well. we are um not to say that being young should be an excuse for being careless totally get that we should mm. all care about our lives yeah but my whole thing is when it comes to Sean, we were discussing how as young women navigating relationship dating romance love that they all deserve i would say grace when it comes to dealing with, we all know it's an ain't shit dude. She know it's an ain't shit dude. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like she has to come to that realization of, yes. I have to walk away. That is true. Not for you, not for anyone else, not for, for yourself, social media yeah. validation, but for herself. She mm-hmm. has to hit that point. That's true. So that's kind of how I view Crenshaw and Blueface's connection. Um, Blueface has shown his propensity for violence and rage toward women. Um, honestly, I think Blueface has um, a lot of like internalized anger toward women. I don't know what. That's well, about. I mean, I'm. It, it's uh, funny you saying that because I've always wondered why don't more people turn their attention to Blueface? Exactly, because he's creating these situations. Yeah, of course, like, he's jerry rigging. Yeah. these situations. Yeah. He's almost like like the government. Like, yeah. it's just like he's <laughs> he's fucking you and you don't even yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. he's really getting you from behind yes. and taking you for everything that you've mm-hmm. got. And he's putting you in these predicaments where your integrity is constantly being compromised. Yeah, I just find That's that. Wild, and I just find it interesting. Every time there's there's a topic about both of them, it's always about Christian. Yeah, it was like, what about And I never man? hear nobody say anything about Blueface, who's exactly. very clearly behind all of this. He's awful. Like, remember As a man, I can tell you right now, all of this is because fucking Blueface is abusive. It's because of Blueface, yo. Remember yeah, he's when very he toxic had, and abusive. There was like an Instagram video where he literally had two of his models fighting, and he yeah, was recording yeah. it. And I'm just like, I think that's. I mean, he had a whole reality show for women competing for him. I mean, what what are we talking about here? This is all, bro. Yeah. 
This like, is all blue face. It's amazing, yo. It's just that's why I uh, guess well, I was uh, just gonna I think so I'm sorry much. to interrupt, no, but I feel okay. like I think it's also he's probably smart enough to not say anything. I just don't hear him talk. I don't hear him talk. I don't remember I the last time I name. saw him talk. Yeah, exactly. I think Tatiana was the last yeah, time we that's heard That's it, voice. that's it. He hasn't talked just, ever since. It's he never talked. Because it's just <laughs> never like, heard his voice since never heard his voice. And then yeah. and then a lot of times too, rappers, I notice a lot of musicians, stage names are so important. Because stage names to me represent longevity, but also they symbolize a lot about who you are. Mm. The man, the minute he came out with Blueface, I already knew what it was hitting for. This nigga, he's just in it for the cash. He's just in it for the cream. And then he dips out. I think about with a lot of the artists that we know and love um, that have, like, I feel to be respectable career paths. They typically either use their full name or they have an alias that means something mm. deeper. Um, I, yeah. I just noticed that, like, you know, it just kind of goes back to that African proverb just speaking about who are you? What is your name? Because your name is your family. Your name is your heritage. Your name is who you are is deep. So Blueface, just from his name, I couldn't even take him seriously. Just so to find out that all these events have transpired, yeah. I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm not surprised either. Mm. And I think the main point, I think the the moral of the story with a lot of this this main topic we'll be talking about for the past like 20 minutes <laughs> is, you know, love is irrational. When you yeah are in that state, but not dangerous. Love isn't dangerous, but it's irrational at times. Love can be dangerous. I think so, right? Was was that a reference to something like a fucking Beyonce album or something? It took a turn. Dangerously, what? Dangerously in love. Yeah, yeah. Is that what you I were would saying? Love that- to, no, but I would love to... to ex- I want you to expound on that. That love, love is to, dangerous? That love is dangerous. How so? <laughs> I mean, this is not... I mean, we just talked about a prime example, Blueface and Christian <laughs> Rock. Oh, yeah, I mean, that is not, dangerous. <laughs> that's oh, yeah, you're dangerous. right. That, that entire thing was dangerous. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of you dangerous shit happening. Yeah, there's a I'm, lot of dangerous yeah. shit happening in there. And, you know, it's... Yeah, it... It's dangerous because of the situations you can find yourself in, and this is what I'm true, saying. It's true. dangerous because you become kind of irrational, and that that's I think true. that's something that you gain control of once you get older. Once yeah. that fucking frontal lobe closes is, closes up, <laughs> you know, then you feel like you can make you can think of the consequences to a lot of your actions. Four more years. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And it's just when you're when you're in love, you're just not thinking of consequences. You're just thinking in the moment. Yeah. And uh most of your decisions are irrational. Yeah. You know, and that's just it's what it is. You know, got you're using a Chrome extension to watch stories without them letting letting that person know. This is really <laughs> deep. Like, this is really pointed, y'all. I just want y'all to know. Like, this is so th- hypothetical. It's all hypothetical, with, theoretical, you know. Yeah, I'm sloppy with mine. I can't make a fake account. I'm just going to watch you. I may not follow, but I'm going to hit your Insta story. I know I'm going to be in your views. Like, I just know. Mm. I just accept it. Like, fuck it. Nah, bro. I care about you, you bro. Can't. <laughs> I care, no, you care can't. about you, bro. <laughs> if you do that for two, okay, that, okay. I, I'm t- trying to wrap up the podcast. This is a whole different topic because I'm I'm telling you right now. That's a sli- listen. Slippery slope. It is. I think. Well, but I know how to it, 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 All right. I'm just saying. Hey. You know. Hey now. Sometimes you can't give them the satisfaction. That is talking true. to you. <laughs> All right, we gotta end this. we gotta end this show. That was a dope right, exit. Right. That was a dope That's exit. That's it. That's so fucking. I, you know what? I just needed an outlet to you let a lot out. of this hypothetical, theoretical stuff out. Yeah. Um. No, this was a lot of fun. It was. We awesome. touched on a lot of topics. This was great. 
Dope. Great episode. Um, I'm definitely going to try to get you back on soon another time. Yeah, dope, um, just to kind of talk about stuff that's happening in the universe. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it for this episode. Thank you guys so much for watching this one. And we'll catch you guys whenever the next episode comes out.